Would you believe there's a man who saved the world from nuclear holocaust and you don't even know his name? Andrew McRae has his story on this episode of the Scenic Route Podcast. This is a remarkable story. It's a story about Reverend Christian Christiansen. And he's the man who saved the world from nuclear destruction. What had happened one day, there was a front page story in the Chicago Tribune about how Hitler was two years ahead of all other countries to develop an atomic bomb, this heavy water plant. They knew where this heavy water plant was, was on the side of a hill in Norway. They couldn't bomb it from above. They couldn't bring ships below. They didn't know how to destroy it. They just knew it was there. Can you comprehend a world with Hitler, the only one with atomic power? Something had to be done. Well, Reverend Christensen, he, he saw this newspaper article and went to talk to the newspaper man, Bert Parkinson, at the Gardner Chronicle. Well, Bert, being an old newspaper man, he says, that makes some sense. The, the, the Reverend said that he grew up in that area, that he knew or figured that he knew how that they could destroy Hitler's heavy water plant. So Bert, thinking it over, it made sense. He contacted the military. Within a couple of days, a whole convoy of military vehicles came over to the Reverend's house. And on the kitchen floor of the Reverend's home, the Reverend showed them what he thought they could do with this information. They started a, a, what they called Operation Gunnerside. They trained some British commandos. Making a long story short, they, uh, these British commandos were able to destroy Hitler's heavy water plant. They made a movie out of it called The Heroes of Telemark. And also the History Channel's got a program called Hitler's A-Bomb. Both show how these British commandos successfully destroyed the heavy water plant. I'm sure that the military had some more information, but for the most part, the Reverend was correct. But it was top secret. They couldn't tell anybody about what was going on. The Reverend was also helping the underground. I understand he saved thousands of people, too, with, through the underground. When the war was over, the Reverend had already passed away. Bert Parkinson was still alive. But the family started getting letters from the King of Norway and stuff, thanking him for everything he had done. The family had no idea what was going on. Well, then the word came out. Bert could now, Bert Parkinson could now tell the story. So he wrote the story, the front page story, in the Gardner Chronicle. Now everybody knew. But here's the little twist to it. When I found out about the story, Bert had already passed away. Nobody could find a copy of that newspaper article. But we knew it existed. We knew the title says that the Reverend saved the world from nuclear destruction. One day I got a phone call. Somebody remembered that someone had taken this newspaper article, varnished it onto a plaque, and hung it at the church where the Reverend was the minister. So my wife and I went to the church, talked to the local minister. He knew nothing at all about what we were talking about. He said, well, what the heck? Let's check it out. We started pulling things off the walls. And there it was, the front page story, varnished on the back of a plaque. We went to the copy machine, made a copy of it, and that plaque still hangs in that church. His plan, was it just knowing the terrain and how to get him to it? Is that what it was? Basically, I, I, there's no records that show exactly what he said and did. But the fact that they, this was done in winter... And yes, it was the terrain. And uh, I think that part of it was the, the t knowing the terrain, but they were able to go in on skis in winter when it was supposedly you shouldn't be able to get around there. 
I guess Hitler was, was rather confident that nobody could ever get in there, and it was very lightly protected, and that was uh, a great advantage to these British commandos. They got in there quite easily. And nobody would have really ever known about this story. I mean, you helped publicize it. A few folks might have known well, about it. They, some knew about it because of that story that was in there, some of the old-timers in town, but it was just kind of a lost story. In the movie and in the, 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 the program for the History Channel, neither one mentions the Reverend. Because, like I said, there were probably others that knew about it. But I do know that other articles have been written about it, and it is a verified true story. And one of the things that, on that article that, that Bert Parkinson had written, the very last line in there says, somebody ought to put a monument up to the Reverend. And nobody ever did. This one of the things gets kind of passed over. So... Our preservation committee, about six years ago, put a monument up to the reverend. So anybody can go to the two-cell jail now. The monument is there. There's pictures of the reverend. There's photocopies of the letters from the King of Norway and the whole story. Thanks for listening to this edition of The Scenic Route. Remember, you can catch all of our daily broadcasts, find links to our Facebook and Twitter pages, and much more at AmericanCountryside.com. 